and a mouse keep running, running, and 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 running, Welcome to episode 26 of the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jim Werner, and I'm here with Brandon. How you doing, Brandon? We I'm were with right. a double A run. He lost yeah. power. But lost this, power. this is just going to be the Snowing beginning of this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. He's from Minnesota. Just... Who knows? I, I mean, really, uh, a big moose probably went by and, and ripped out his, his power. He went, oh, no, not that moose power problem again. Who knows what they have up, up there? On its hind legs. Tell me, when, when a guy from Buffalo can make fun of people, then you know that's from Minnesota. You guys really, to me, Minnesota and Buffalo should be just next door, yeah, right? We're like twin they're, cities. Yeah, they are. Like there is like twin it's things going on. Really there. surprising how far away we are from each other. It's almost like, you know, exactly. It is very much so, but they got a dome on their stadium. That's the difference. That is true. It is. It's cold here right now, uh, and I don't like it. I actually, I, I, what's that? All afraid around here. If if we get a new stadium, like they keep talking about, that they're going to dome it because yeah. nobody wants to deal with. Yeah, the nobody snow. wants to deal with it, but that takes away the the flavor yeah. and the, uh, the home field. I, I like yeah. those games. I'm with you. Uh, but yeah, we're here. We're going to talk about two books right away that are books from uh, last week that we didn't get to. That's we talked terrible. about this at the end of the podcast last week. And this, these first two, me and you will talk and then we'll get Double A Ron back uh, to do the rest of the stuff going forward with all the books we're going to talk about tonight. But we're going to go right into it, starting with a book that me and you are not a big fan of. And it's a shame because Aaron fans said that he there, liked though. it. Yeah, there are fans. And I wonder, I don't know. I, I hate to say there's a lot of times that we have stuff over at DC where I think that the reviews are more along the lines of I want to give a good review because I don't want to get yelled at or yeah. other reasons because I don't know how this is this well reviewed because I – I don't like it. I'm very bored even, with it. Even it's, like the people that basically say in their review, this isn't a good issue of a comic book. Still, but they'll still give it an eight five. Yeah, it's yeah. it's still seven. It's and, still, and it know, is. Six. This is Captain America. It's Captain America number four. And if you have been listening throughout our fresh start experiment here, uh, this was one of the books, one of the two characters that. I was craving to read and review why we have this podcast, the other one being Spider-Man. So it was Captain America and Spider-Man yeah. that I didn't – and I love Captain America and anything that I've ever you know, witnessed, watched, yeah. read. Movies especially. I love know. Captain America. Captain America to me, if I had to pick my – biggest favorite you know characters of all of comics is probably number two to nightwing being number one because just the idea of what captain america is really makes me love him and i've read a lot of older cap and i'm talking like the beginning stuff since we were getting ready for this uh you know the real golden age stuff yeah. and things silver like age stuff. Cap. yeah and i really like it and i like the fun of it i like what he stands for and all that and I'm just not into the series. And I can't say that it's because I think it's horrible. I don't think – like it's not the dialogue 
that's bad. The dialogue's okay. Uh, the stories, the pacing are off, and I do think it's just that I'm not into Tennessee Coates uh, yeah, that I much. I find it very, I, like, just repetitive and yes. cl- cliche-ridden. Like, yeah. a, a lot of the narration is just him, like, finding a cliche and hammering it into the ground and throughout. Yeah. And, and the issue repeatedly a couple times, a couple and, different yeah, and, and really what I've had a problem with is from one issue to the other, we end up taking steps backwards to go forward again. Like at, at the very beginning, it was the they 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 hate my face. Basically, yeah. that was the that was two issues of that. Two issues, yeah. Then we even the had parts two. where you even had, uh, you know, actual scenes repeated, things like that uh, from the first and second issue as well. Now we're on issue four, and I just don't get the idea that anything has happened. That and there is, I mean, some things have happened, really, obviously, at the very end of the issue. And it, you know, tell me I'm wrong, but I barely remember Sharon getting captured. Like she, she eventually just did is. when they grabbed her out of that out of the limo. Is that a, That's oh, remember okay. they grabbed her yeah. out of the limo, grabbed Vaguely. her and took her. But the problem was, it didn't even feel like that much of a complete scene when that did happen. They took her away, and that's where you know Cap started getting all fired up. He had the help with you got the uh, Wakanda help. Yeah, yeah, he had the Wakanda help that they went in to get rid of the you know robot armies and things like that. But that seems to be an aside now because now he's yeah. off to get Sharon. But it is See, Captain think, America, I, and that's some of my problem with this book. Like I, I don't, I don't feel like the tension in that previous yeah. issue in that scene w- was really dis you know put yeah. off to me anyway as I, as I was reading that cuz I had almost no recollection of really yeah. Sharon being in this much trouble as she was you well, know yeah and it's captain america number 4 written by Tennessee Coates art by Lenil Francis Yu captain america continues to be a book that bores the crap out of me i see what coates is doing and i wish he would be able to make the book actual fun and readable uh, so that people who aren't really into the whole you know, political angle of it could still enjoy it. And that that's one of my biggest parts. The man may be a genius, but it isn't translating into him being a good comic book writer yet in my mind. And I get it. This and Black Panther are very, very political. Same feels. They do. You know, well, yeah, they have they same do, feels yeah. that by the end I don't care. And not enough yeah. happens. And I just think the pacing is off. And yes, the ideas are there the political ideas are there i'm not a political guy so i that's the problem is sometimes you'll get the best of both worlds where you'll get a a book that can be political but it also can be enjoyable to people that don't like that sort of thing or uh, not even that i don't like it i just don't really care so when we get this issue the big thing like i said at the beginning of the series you got a lot of they hate my face oh hydra i was the face of hydra you know my the guy there my impersonator he was doing all this this one continues the other part of that where it was where he was told, hey, listen, Cap, your bleeding hearts aren't around anymore. They're all <laughs> dead. You're an old man. You know, it, oh, the greatest generation isn't around anymore to protect you or to go. And it goes on and on. And uh, we and already the, got that. And almost the most disappointing part to start things off is, you know, he we have the cliffhanger left last issue of Black Panther and him going to help Captain America. And the help he receives is essentially just a ride over to yeah, Alberia, got a ride they're going. Because, and, and, and then Black Panther has to take off. Yeah, and that gets into the whole deal of Black Panther says, I'm sorry, Cap, I'd love to help you, but I can't. Wakanda, Alberia, we got this kind of truce deal. So me going in is an act of war. I can't do that. I understand that. We have that in a lot of things. We actually had that. You Why know, is that your cliffhanger last issue? I know. Then, you know? And, and even with <laughs> 
that when he goes in, it, what you're getting here is you're getting Sharon pretty much being, you know, almost tortured, being set yeah. Does up. she get the truth needle at one point or something? Yeah, that's what it seems. And she's getting, uh, you know, like question whatever by a lady who we saw at the beginning with her sister, uh, who ends up having a personal connection to Sharon because Sharon was involved in killing her husband. So there is the connection. The problem yeah. with that, number one, is the connection is an editor's note from a Some story from issue. 2008. <laughs> Ten years ago, everybody recalls ten years ago. And is that clever to pull it out, or is it nonsense? Mm. Maybe both. It may be. Yeah, I think it's a little both. And and what you get then is this whole, you know, monologuing by this lady. Listen, you know what? I thought that Russia was, you know, so great. I'm here. We're in Albania. We were neutral during the whole Cold War, but. I grew up in an area right here that you're in now that war is second nature. We're not afraid of war. We're not afraid to be a political power like we're, you Americans. We're talking about – okay, so 2008, just for a time frame for yeah. people like listening, it's secret invasion and dark rain time yeah, during yeah. Marvel Comics. So yeah. that's when this – tieback is happening too. Uh, yeah, unbelievable <laughs> so you have her there and yeah she is giving you this you know the whole deal listen and it, it goes back to another thing that was in this series earlier with the idea of hey you know what i, I was looking for russia and i found russia in middle america middle you don't america, understand yeah. but middle america they're ripe for the picking for us. They're more Russian than American. And you even have people there that that's where the people who fought against Hydra and then went back and they got spit on. And they, I said, well, what is this, Vietnam all of a sudden? Where <laughs> in this is there going to be any soldiers or any people that ended up fighting against Hydra that would be shamed now and ridiculed? The, the problem with this and the problem that I thought he was setting up that was interesting was the idea that some bad people fought against Hydra and are now accepted by the yeah. Americans as being good because they stood up to the, you know, the Hydra threat and they ended up being able to worm their way into being looked at as heroes and things. But this takes it the opposite way of what she's saying is some of these middle America people, they fought against Hydra and now they're ridiculed. Why would they be ridiculed? I yeah, don't I understand. Don't, the only way they'd be ridiculed. I, don't know. I didn't know if I read it wrong there either when she was talking. Well, and I, the I, only I, way that I could say they'd be ridiculed and it still doesn't make sense to me is the idea that, hey, look at middle America. They want Hydra back. So the people who fought them are looked at as bad, but she's playing both ways of saying that she loves the idea that middle America is more Russia than America so that they can go in and like, we'll be welcome with open arms, but it, it kind of goes back and forth and I don't like that. So what happens is that's okay. It's very over the top. It's very forced, but then it gets worse because Cap just shows up. And then he gets his narration, his side of things, and it's stuff that we've seen before in yeah, this. He it, doesn't we, have any any talking nothing, lines no. in this entire issue. It's I all narration. Think. And with that, it's the fourth issue, and I'm getting bored of everything he says because we've seen it over and over. With the the thing you need to know about me is I'm a believer. The shield, the uniform, they aren't just for show. I'm going to do this. And I, I, you know, treachery's real. And, and you know, uh, Thunderbolt Ross, he's a bad guy. And he told me 
that my bleeding hearts are gone. I'm like, really? We just keep going. So you go back and forth between the lady with Sharon and Cap, and then you have Cap fighting robots. And yeah, to me, it's just robots. So, so I guess that the Taskmaster. Yeah, and then he get, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Taskmaster. <laughs> and and also, he gets I was hit waiting by for an Black arrow Ant to pop out of a stain yeah. on Captain America's so uniform weird. or something, yeah, and then gets... start busting some jokes out because they, the Marvel Universe, cannot decide how they want to play Taskmaster. Yeah, no, they do they, do they want him to be a joke villain? Or do they want him to be the like a, the most lethal bad Because in this ever. he's a bad butt. He's yeah. and and just down to nowhere. He almost Cap, like takes Cap down, no yeah, problem. Cap, he, Cap's walking through a hangar, and he sh- and he gets hit by 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 an arrow, and he's like, yeah. oh oh no, takes the arrow. Well, by the <laughs> end, he says, oh man, that arrow must have been poisoned. By that point, I forgot there was an arrow because it didn't really make sense in all the things. Because then Taskmaster he goes blocks one later. Yeah. In the same spot that he's hit in yep. the first time. And that's what confused me. Off his metal yeah. armor. It bounces off the armor. So I'm like, yeah. boy, that didn't make sense. And then I had to go back. I'm like, oh, there was an arrow. But yeah, he's there. Oh, no, Taskmaster. He can mimic all the fighting abilities. He can be me. He can be Iron Fist. He can be anybody. Uh, and the worst part is he can do it fast. And he can change. And oh, no, I'm getting woozy from this arrow. <laughs> and while this is going on, you do have the, the women with Sharon. And you get this back and forth like, hey, Guess you can't guess my name, or guess it rhymes with thumb itch. Oh my, <laughs> Sharon, how dare you? And she's like, uh, I don't know if she wants to suck the life force out of Sharon. She's not going to yeah. get a whole lot out no, of there. You no, no, she's already like she's already yeah, old. she's like ninety. Uh, but yeah, she's like, oh yeah, you're you're real funny. But this is personal. This is deadly personal. You want to know my name? My name is Alexa Lucan, and the way that it's said. Is said in a, and this is the problem is, I've just jumped onto the Marvel stuff, right? So when I see some villain going with Sharon and saying, guess what my name is, Alexa Lucan, I think I'm missing out. I think that I'm like, oh my, this would be as if, you know, we're at the DC side of things and there's just some hobo comes up and goes, you know what my name is? Oswald Cobblepot, and you're, oh my God, that this hobo has always been the the penguin. Oh, so when that's said, I think that's supposed to be something big, yeah. and it's a call out from a Her husband wife. was a character. Yeah. It, for three years, he was alive for three yeah. years in comic book time, 2005 to 2008. Yeah, 2005 to 2008. So, yeah, three years is pretty big. That could be that, but that's ten years ago, and yeah. this is the wife of him so they're there and she's like i don't know i don't know this name she slaps her tells her she's a liar and then says you know my my husband's alexander luke and uh you know you killed him and now you're gonna you're gonna go down and brings in her sister who we saw before you know that whole thing in the in the russian square and things like that where they were sucking the life force out of people so you have this and then you're like I guess the other shots and everything was preparation because you could have just brought, you could have sucked the energy out before, but everything else seems to be just there to monologue and to extend this because all that else is going on is Taskmaster and, you know, Cap fighting. Cap starts kind of getting drowsy, says, oh no, 
that arrow must have been poisoned. Night, night. And yeah. that's bad news. Then it's like, and that's the other thing is I think that one of the things that Tennessee Coates, because he is still, I mean, you have to realize, and I do realize that he's still a very new comic book writer. Yeah, and he's only so done a couple series. There's a lot of times where he and mostly all Black Panther. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of times like even here when he's like, "That's the bad news," and then you hear this ah, and then he also has to say, and then I hear Sharon scream. You don't, you don't have to tell us everything <laughs> that we also see, <laughs> and that's his, that to me is his biggest problem in this issue where you have a fight going on. And also Cap explaining everything and explaining yeah. the fight without letting the art do half of the work. He is going. So it ends up being a fight scene, but it ends up dragging on even more because of the narration in my mind. And then he's like, oh, well, I guess it's going to get worse before it gets better. <laughs> and it looks like, you know, Taskmaster is about to get him with the sword. And that's how it ends. And really – there, there's no story really in this issue. No, it is a long fight the, scene and some monologuing about. I still barely know anything about this no. villain other than finally we got a name out of her and I can look up a wiki about her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I guess some people may think that or may argue that the fight scene is fun. I don't think it is. I really don't have any fun with this, and it just continues yeah. the Kept same. Random things for yeah. four issues yeah. now. Yeah, and the same and narrative behind that. it. The same narrative <laughs> of everybody hating Cap because of Hydra. The world's still trying to recover from Hydra, and because of that, there's certain groups that actually were better off with Hydra. Yeah. We're continuing this. He might as well just name the names he wants to name. Like, yeah, Middle America likes Trump. That's what yeah. he wants to say. Yeah, that's what it seems. <laughs> just yeah, say it. That's what it is. Yeah, go on and say it. Yeah, and And with that... It's just not my, you know, cup of tea. It yeah, really isn't. I, I'm kind of just, I, I really don't want to be bored with a Captain America book. I thought this is, this was going to be my favorite book, uh, just out of, you know, what Cap is and what's going on. Even when I saw, because I had read some Tennessee Coates, uh, Black Panther before we started. And yeah, I'm not enjoying the, you know, Black Panther in space, but, the other Black Panther, it really comes down to every time I read some Tennessee Coates issues, they bore me more than, you know, anything else. I, yeah. I just kind of, they seem to be a drag and it's just. I haven't read one yet that's made me excited yeah. for his next one. Yeah, you and, know what and, I'm saying? And that's really, this is problem. the thing too. A lot of people are rating this high, rating Black Panther high. And that's fine. That if that's their thing, if that's their thing and they're rating it because they really do enjoy it, that's great. I'm, I'm glad somebody does. I'm not going to tell them not to. I'm just telling you that this is our podcast and I'm talking and I'm <laughs> bored. I'm just bored yeah. and I'm not angry. It's it's more of just uh you know whatever I'm bored. Yeah. It's so, one of those books that I close it and I almost forget what I yeah. read and it's just it's you know yeah. I don't have gr strong feelings no. about it one way or the other. It's just I'm glad I just that's read it. With. But what happens is by issue four I have stopped going to that book first. You know what I mean when yep. it, when they come out I've stopped saying like oh man I got to read Cap. It, w the weird roundabout deal is. Starting to want to read Spider-Man out of nowhere. Like, oh, man, I hope we have <laughs> no. some more fun and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, it's a shame because this is a, you know, bad butt podcast. 
uh, Brandon. We don't <laughs> curse. Uh, I'm giving this a straight up five. There's no other terminology that we use on this podcast for a five. A five is middle of the line mediocre. And that's what I think this book is, yeah. unfortunately. It's just a yep. straight up five. I like the art. The art's great. I do too. Uh, Especially just, the second half of the book, yeah. I think, is really good. Yeah, big. I really like looking at it. And that's my, one of my biggest gripes, though, is that he doesn't really seem to want the art to really join in on the fun. He wants yeah. to just go on and, and lessen up on the narration and yeah. let the art tell us, tell yeah, us some yeah. story. And just get on with the story. I don't need this, you know, dragging it out, but there you go. What are you going to give it? Yeah, I'm going to go with a 5.3. I was, I was let down by kind of the Black Panther tease and then no Black Panther and cap action other no, than, no. you know, a quick little assist at the very beginning. I, I did really enjoy the art with Taskmaster and Cap in that fight no. uh, go, going down in the second half of the book. But I wish, you know, Marvel Comics would take a stance on that character one way yeah, or the other yeah. and let me know how to look at him as an individual, no. really, as a character. Um yeah. It's funny, too, because he reminds me a lot of Lord Deathman uh, yeah. at DC, and that's yeah. kind of a goofy character. So, yeah, yeah I, I expect him to start cracking jokes. Yeah. Cracking wise, he's, as they say. He's, he's a cool villain. I just, I wish they, I mean, I'm fine with whatever way they want to yeah, go with yeah, him. Just go I with enjoy it. both books. But, yeah, I'm, a, I'm just at a 5.3. I, I, the you know, the politics are, are there. They're a little heavy handed and, and you know obvious yeah. about what they're alluding to and it's just i don't know i i hope this has a spider-man kind of turn where yeah, after this too. arc is just out of the way we can get to some just fun stories and, and it's a lot like that. it's a lot but, of those a lot of these books we mentioned it last podcast that a lot of these books maybe you just have to get out of that first arc yeah and after that then maybe, everyone can stop it's it's you know stop proving you know the character yes, and, and you stop, can tell a story yeah, yeah. And, and with this one maybe get a little looser on the politics and kind of go with a combo of fun yeah. and politics which i'd like but the next book not really a political one and one but, that uh me and you have kind of been not at yeah. odds. We just don't agree with it. Well, Different and, points of, and the, the craziest thing of all is this is the one book that one Eric Shea said that he'll miss talking about. He, no <laughs> other book, but X23 is his book. Yeah. I even it sent would perk his voice up yeah. a little oh, bit. Oh, he, he, even with him not giving it the greatest of scores, this is the one book that he actually says that he will try to continue reading, but realizes that he probably won't. Hey, well, this week is the end of Scarlet Spider, uh, the last issue. And uh, remember, Eric was going to get to that. He never got yeah. to it. He never got <laughs> to it. You actually mentioned he's, it in our – He's only got 25 uh, issues to now, catch. Up. Yeah, you mentioned it in the uh, mail for the DC Comics podcast this week, and I, I kind of gave him a little bit of crap for not, not catching up on that. He's like, I'm still working on that one. And he's never going to read it. But, yeah, I ended up – At least uh, it has an end point. Now, yeah, so he yeah. Knows he has that to is true. Two. No, once it's over, then I'll go. Ah, eh, it's not worth reading now. I, I ended up yeah. sending him the last two pages of this book because, in a spoiler deal, uh, Gabby gets her cake, though it's not a birthday cake. And Eric actually sent back, and he's like, "That makes me so happy. I love Gabby." So there you go. It's X twenty three number five, written by Mariko Tamaki, 
and art by Juan Cabal. We get the end of the first arc of X-23, and I think your enjoyment will go hand-in-hand with how much you've been enjoying the book so far. I have liked it, so getting Gabby back, complete with a death cake, is okay with me, since the quirky charm of this book continues to make me a fan. And it is a quirky book. It really is. Of all the ones we're doing, besides, you know, maybe uh, the minis, but of the regular books, this is probably the quirkiest of them. And I think it's the one that probably is getting the lowest review scores. I like it. I I like it. I'm going into it loving the all-new Wolverine book. So going into this, I love Gabby and Laura and could read a book with just them talking is one of my favorite things. Yeah, the cuckoos are odd. And that you said that's worse. And now again, we're done the first arc. So I think maybe once we get past this cuckoo stuff, Maybe you'll be on board too. Maybe yeah. we're going to go off to something that's a, a little more, you know, brand and friendly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the thing about this is, is because of the nature of the whole thing and the whole thing with the cuckoos and, you know, Sophie is in Laura and Esme has taken over Gabby and you have Mindy who's, she's kind of the odd girl out who got, because of that, there is never going to be a part of this first five issues that's user friendly to jump in you have to read all five there is no way you could just grab into this last issue and go oh i want to see how this is i I also appreciate that i think too many books like spend too much time catching everybody up every issue and i'm glad they just really do it because uh, a lot of other people would have had the first three pages of every issue with the idea of they were the cuckoos they were the here's her and here's her they go right into it and you have the idea where mindy and laura are driving with sophie in laura's head and they're coming up with a plan and they basically go with the plan because you have esme who's in and this gets confusing esme who's in gabby they're heading to the mansion. They are going to go to Cerebro with the idea that if a if Esme with a Wolverine body can get onto Cerebro pretty much invincible. And in, in her mind, she can go yeah. and control people more. It amplifies everything. Plus, you can't kill her. So, you know, she thinks that's her big thing. She doesn't. Yeah, I don't know what her ultimate. There's no is, real though. plan. That's the problem. Is in my <laughs> mind, this is all I'm saying is I think that she's going to try to use Cerebro to gather and use her mind control and try to do whatever do she's going to do. She yeah. wants to, and really the way she plays out, because when you first see her, because you, you have Laura and Mindy driving their, their plan then, which they don't fully spell out, but we do get by the end. Their plan is we're going to get to Cerebro first. That's basically what their plan yeah, is. It's a race to Cerebro. Yes, it's a race to Cerebro. When you go, then you end up with, you know, uh, Esme in, in Gabby, she uh, looks like she just went shopping. They crash the van into the tree and she's got her things. And basically, in my mind, what her overall plan is, is she wants to become Lady Gaga. She wants to be, you know, Britney Spears, whoever you <laughs> want to go with, because that's all she cares about is being famous and being big and famous and rich and that. so i think she's just going to go and try to mind control everyone into thinking that she's the greatest thing ever and that's the end game there's really no plan and i think that that is kind of being played with here that because she only cares about herself and not her family the cuckoos and also really doesn't have much of a plan it's very selfish the plan that it's just that's why it doesn't work she really doesn't have much and as they go they get attacked 
by Beast, which isn't really real. She goes to attack. No, it's like and, an all mind game. Yep, it's a mind game thing. So now we're going so back Mindy, and forth I with this. I think Mindy was doing it, it's right? Actually, actually, I think that it's more uh, Sophie in Laura because she okay. even says, Furbo, real mature Esme. She can see what's going on because you have Esme yell, you know, you're going to get some pain, okay, Furbo. Yeah, I, okay, I see what yeah, you're Yeah, so at. that's where they realize now that – Okay, something's wrong. Esme, what's going on? And this is where you get this whole deal of Laura and Sophie talking through her is going to plead with the other cuckoos. Listen, Sophie's insane. She's she's doing this to be bad. She killed me. I mean, this whole plan of us being a family and us getting better and stronger, whatever. It was always just Esme caring about herself. So don't go with her. Don't go with it. It's nonsense. And they kind of are there and they're they're not really doing anything. And while this is going on, though, Mindy slips away and goes to Cerebro because, like they say, and she says, She's kind of overlooked, and she yeah. shows. But in the meantime, though, you have... She's like Kevin from Home Alone. She's yeah. the one they left. Yeah, they left her behind. They left and forgot yeah, about. Yeah, they just left, and they, they don't really seem to care. Also, at this point, you now have Esme in, in Gabby's body, who's now going to just go and try to kill everyone, including her sisters, and ends yeah. up slicing her, her one sister. Trying to take them out one by one, like yep. the ones that are on her side at this point. Yeah, though. yeah, just turns around and just runs her through. And the the only thing that I thought that they were going to do that they didn't was I actually thought that Esme was going to threaten to try to kill uh, Gabby or at least try to, you know, do something to really yeah. screw with her. It's hard to kill her. She's a Wolverine. She has a healing factor. but Yeah, and she kind of brags about, like, I'm now unstoppable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really thought she was going to try to do something, though, to hurt Gabby to try to get Laura to back off. And as it goes on too, she is kind of transforming. It's either the art trying to show this, but she gets really wonky looking. And I think it's more of Esme coming through at one point. Her face looks terrible, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they're going to attack. And she says, Oh, this is, this is going to be real fun. You know, we're going to fight. So it's going to be Laura versus Gabby with Esme in there. Also Sophie. And so it's this whole deal where you have Sophie versus Esme, Gabby versus Laura, all, intertwined together where really the people who hate each other are Esme and Sophie. So it's kind of a cool way of doing it. They have a battle and that's where you have the whole deal with uh, Mindy using Cerebro and ends up using it to connect to everyone and pretty much ending it all. And that's where Laura runs through Gabby and that frees her from yeah, the kind of from like the a exorcism type yeah, thing. And yeah, and ends up pretty much sending Esme kills her, and then is in that you know dreamscape in the mind. heaven. Yeah. yeah, in that in the mind where she's there with Sophie now, who she killed, and like, oh, I'm dead again. Yep, that's what you do. You aren't going back. There's cursing and blah, blah, like, bleep you, Sophie. You were always the ugly. And I actually like this line. She's like, bleep you, yeah. Sophie. You were always the ugliest cuckoo. I'm like, we're identical. <laughs> <laughs> there is no ugly one. Now I this is the thing too. I understand if when we get to the end here, if you say it was confusing, because I agree. Uh, there was bits that were confusing, yeah. and mainly the confusing part is what was Esme's end game really, yeah. and why see. does this end up saving the day just using Cerebro 
to kind of come in the mind and then run through it. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it really yeah, isn't spelled out. And then it, it feels like, you know, even though the cuckoos acted as a group and were pretty, you know, yeah. pretty crappy characters throughout this arc, it's almost like all's forgiven at the end for the three yeah. that end up being left then alive. They're the, the, they're the three then. And and with yeah. that, you even see, because it's Phoebe and Celeste, and we even said we these two others were the yeah. odd cuckoos <laughs> out. But Phoebe teams. and Celeste are there, and it looks like Phoebe, who got run through, I believe, uh, seems to be like she'll be okay. Uh, yeah, she looked yeah, like she was pretty dead, but she yeah, seems to be okay. It just looks like everything's all fine and dandy. Yeah, and uh, that's that would the be the end. biggest problem, reading it. Yeah. At the point where... I would have liked a little character turn there for... Yeah. for make them villains, you know? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. bother me. They're not loved characters and they on just my leave. end. They end up leaving. They disappear. They even say, eh, and it's the the three and one now. And they're like, ah, oh, the three and one, they, they took off. I wonder where they went. Uh, and just Probably the idea of... But if you like this book and if you love Laura and Gabby as much as I do, I think that you're just happy to have Gabby back. We're done yeah. this thing. That's what I you, read in a lot of the reviews. Yeah, that, that everyone's basically just like breathing it. a sigh to relief. Yep. Gabby's, Gabby's dead. back. <laughs> and also you had the whole deal where I do like the, uh, the, the lines with Gabby. Cause when Gabby comes back, she's pure gold again to me where she's like, yep, you know what? I thought that those cuckoos were all about clone power, but you know what? They were part of clone rage. And I'm like, I don't know. That makes sense. And then she's like, that was scary inside Esme. It was like a really angry sleeping bag. I'm like, I love you, Gabby. I love her so much. So they go and they're at the mansion and you get, you know, you get the old deal. You have uh, Wolverine's beer uh, back soon. Don't touch L. And then Gabby gets her cake. But it's not the birthday cake that she wanted. It's the death cake, the funeral party for Esme, which she I like how she keeps spelling it out. Hey, there yeah. it is. I thought I wanted a birthday cake, but we got it's a funeral cake for Esme. And Laura's just like, yeah, I, I get it. I get yeah, I was, what you're I was doing. Actually, here. a little sad. Laura didn't wrap it up by telling her her birthday. I know. You know? Like, tell and the then she even says, "Then, like, nice hey, way to wrap up yeah." The and story. she's like, "You know what? Someday we'll have a birthday, but I'm just going to use whatever your birthday is because it's our birthday. You know, we're clones and clone power, and I love you." And and then she just starts chowing down on cake, and then Beast comes like, "Hey, you want a photo?" And like, yeah, I guess. And, and Gabby just goes nuts. And that's where you Laura's like, photo. we're yeah, taking yeah. a regular photo, crazy photo. And you get there and everybody gets in, including Jonathan. They all get a little deal. He he photo bombs them. But yeah, if you like yeah. this book, you like the characters, I think that you'll, like you said, sigh of relief. I, I realize fully that there are problems with this issue and there's problems yeah. with this arc. I, I realize that. I still love it. I actually really do like it. And it is one of the only books that I read in either company that I read just to smile and, yeah, and like the characters. It, yeah. yeah. So, uh, this first arc and I, I, I sit there and we said about Cap just now about we hope that the next round of Cap after this first arc, though again, I think Tennessee Coates plays the long game and his, his arcs tend to be very long. <laughs> but be, when, yeah. when it does go, it's not going to be over in five. I actually know that I'll continue liking this book because I just like the characters. What I want is I want a story that you can get into as well so that we could get yeah. all excited together. And, uh, cause I, Eric Shea, he's gone. Yeah, this is his book as well. Yeah, and we don't get a hint at the villain from the cover nope. of next issue nope. either. So. Yeah, so we'll have to see what goes on. I mean, usually 
what happens is this book ends up being Gabby and, and Laura going around trying to stop cloning. Uh, yep. you would think that it might get back to that. I hope not. I hope there's yeah, something new I feel like about they it. They did kind of wrap it up because that doctor's what? She's just basically Looney Tunes. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Laura took the information she needed basically. Yep. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what goes on. We'll see what goes, but I liked it. But even so, I'm giving it a seven out of 10. That seven is purely because I love the characters, purely because I've loved this book. Uh, like I said, going back to the beginning of All New Wolverine. And so I tend to go a little high with it. I understand, but that's how I'm going to go with it. Uh, what would you give it? Yeah, I'm not much lower. I am going to give it a 6.5 because, yeah. you know, I, I do like the art and the, the story. Yeah, I, love I, the I art. had a, just, a, I have a problem with staying interested in such a, yeah. uh, long cuckoo story they're not my favorite characters but i would have liked to see a little more wrap up to their you know their story yeah. and see where they headed off to maybe you know um yeah. but yeah i'm i'm interested to see what's next for this book and a little more jonathan wouldn't hurt because he's the one he's the one i kind of yeah. do he doesn't get yeah. lines or anything no but no I like no he does yeah, i'm stuff. telling you at the end he photobombs them and it made books. me giggle yeah but yeah it just so. at the end if if you are a gabby fan and you like this book and you've been reading it for a while, going back to All New Wolverine, when she does get that cake, it just made me smile. I'm like, oh, she got her cake. Yeah. And even though it wasn't the birthday, oh, it's so cool. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to go on now to the next book. All right. Hey, Double A Ron is back. You have power now. Yeah, I got the power, power again. Power is on. I don't oh, know my. what happened. It, it flickered <laughs> on and off like six, seven times. Is Every time crazy. that happens, you, you even said that it was probably a Transformer. I hope it was a triple changer so that Eric yes. could be excited. We just said how Minnesota is Buffalo West. Yes. Yeah, Buffalo West. I heard that. Yes, and you're not you completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, very similar. Very similar. But we're going to go off to a book. Uh, that is another one of those from the week before, but it's the big event. Or we, we kind of asked if it was the big event. Brandon says it's not. Brandon thinks that, in my mind, Brandon, you think that Spider-Man events are too uh, many and too, you know, often that could be yeah. the big event. They're, they're but... pretty much annual at this point. Yeah. Guys, yeah. guys they, they said they weren't going to have any events till next year. And you know what so, the problem I mean, is? This is not an event then. That's the, the thing. The I was going to say. was line wide. Yes. That, yes. that was what... exactly. I love, I love it too. Like uh, Aaron saying is one of my favorite things is when they say, listen, we're not going to have events. And then when something like this comes out, they just don't call it an event. That's all yeah. they do. That's no, how you get out of it. Series. Yeah, yeah, that's how you get out of it. But what is it, Brandon? Uh, we got spider in number one, uh, right, written by Christos Gage. And Dan Slott gets a credit in there as well. I'm not sure just because it's his idea yeah, from the yeah. Spider-Verse or uh, if he had any scripting to do with it. They, they're not very clear on that. But then uh, we got the art team of Jorge Molina, David Carell, and VCs Travis Lanham. The one downside to running around always claiming yourself superior is that you screw up. You look like an even, even bigger idiot than usual. So, yeah, Doc Ock screwed up, leading to more Loon and the Inheritors free again. spider getting is here, so let's discuss. Yeah, uh, I am one. I, I said this before that we're going into this, you know, not event. 
And yeah. uh, it's one of those things where I'm kind of coming in, uh, you know, not confused. I did not read all of the Spider-Geddon Verse. event before, so yeah, Spider-Verse. Spider-verse. So yeah. uh, going into this, we did uh, do, and I read most of the Edge of Spider-Geddon stuff, so I know kind of going in, but I don't think that that prepared me uh, that no, well no, for no. the story. Um, the thing I'll, I'll give anybody out there who's in my shoes, though, is that the more I read it, it's, I don't know that I started understanding it more, but I did start enjoying it more. And I actually kind of went with it. I really, really like, uh, Doc Ock, Superior yeah. Octopus a <laughs> lot. So if you kind of hinge on that, and it's funny when I read something like this, I, I tend to kind of grab onto something that I can be familiar with over at DC that I'm more familiar with and go. And Superior Octopus definitely reminds me of the Super Lex Luthor when he Super was Lex, the yeah. Super Lex. If you go with that, kind of go with the flow, uh, I really can enjoy this. And I did enjoy it. Now, the problem I had, and I said to Brandon, uh, I go into this and you're getting, you're throwing at me at least, all these different multiversal Spider-Man. You know, you, you yep. have all these different going on. So when you start off with Superior Octopus, Doc Ock fighting, uh, what appears to me as a multiversal different Doctor Strange, it threw me off. And, and so I didn't know who Count Nefaria was. Yeah. And the thing is, from the front, I'm like, okay, what's going on? But once he turned his head and had the gray around, like, I'm like, what's going on? And then I realized that I it was does, a dummy. It does look very Doctor strange yeah. to start. It, it's it's so just weird. more business suit instead yeah, of, like, yeah. you it know, looked nonsense like it. But again, if you wears. had a different multiversal deal, he might have a different getup. So yeah. I'm looking. Though yeah, it does yeah, say right away. He does say, you know, Southern California belongs to Count Nefaria. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll go with it. But it did throw me off, especially when he turned his head and has the exact they must go to the same barber who is out yeah. of touch of gray because yeah. they, somebody has to get rid of this gray hair here. <laughs> but but they don't. But uh, I did like it, but I'm going to let you guys talk mostly about it because, uh, you know, I'm kind of a newcomer coming in and I'll just go in. But tell me, Brandon, tell me all about it. Yeah, well, they just start things off by introducing you to me. You know, Miles, who comes in contact pretty quickly with a, a group of the Web Warriors, who yep. I, you know, I referenced a bunch of uh, episodes back, and we got Spider Gwen and company here. Yep. Uh, a little beef I'll have later is Octavia Otto's appearance, and you know, we'll get to that as, as things get spoiled <laughs> later on. But, uh, you know, the story progresses to the part Jim gets confused at. Yeah. Uh, after all the spiders are introduced and it's nefarious and, uh, or Count Nefaria and Superior Ock battling it out. In San Francisco, they go at each other for a little while. Uh, Superior Ock keeps playing this game with everybody, letting them know, you know, he's in control of San Francisco now. Yep. Not that he necessarily ends up beating them to a bloody pulp. He kind of ends up cutting a deal with everybody and he's making these villain type deals and, and cutting cutting bargains all over town. And yeah, and and like I said, I was confused. You just referenced it. What I like a lot, though, is and especially after a couple readings, is the idea that this this part really does set up Superior Octopus for anybody who doesn't really know anything about him and the yeah. idea of how he's going you about. You didn't read things. any of the Superior Spider-Man run or any of yeah. the uh, clone latest clone saga stuff where he ended up getting this 
new Peter-esque body. Yeah. Uh, that's just got a new fancy haircut. And, 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 yeah, and I, I like I like the idea that it really does spell out this kind of, you know, what he thinks of himself, how he's going to go about things. And he thinks he, like I said, like a Lex Luthor being Superman, that he's going to go about it the better way. And that yeah. he, I mean, really, he yells, superior he, way. he yells he's <laughs> superior about 15 times in this. And oh, yeah, it did make me laugh. He's not letting you know. And anybody that also appears in the scene with him, he's quick to let oh, them yeah. know his stuff. he lets them know Aaron do you you're you're caught up on all this right you you know all the what's going on with this unlike me right well I'm caught up with the spider Geddon stuff I am not completely caught up on the spider verse stuff okay yeah so do you agree with me though that you know it, yes it sets everything it up is pretty good everything is set up very well yeah you're filled in pretty quickly on every, on everything you really need to go <laughs> on with the story you're getting attacked over there yeah they, the wife just got you knew this was gonna happen I knew it was gonna happen now the other thing is as we go then and and Brandon's going to get to this part now, I'm sure. But you do have a couple of these spider characters with Miles that, you know, some people that would jump in aren't the, you know, most familiar most familiar with. with. And a lot of these people didn't have, you know, those one-shot issues to introduce yeah. – you did those people at this point. We're not seeing any of them. Yes. There's, you know, Spider-Girl there, Miles, uh, Ghost Spider, as they're calling her yes, now, yeah, um, Peter spider. Porker, Spider-Ham, yep. Captain Britain, Spider-Man um, – with it, with a little bit of Captain Universe thrown in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and with that, that's what I I like the idea because they do try to get you caught up with this in a way that does seem a little forced at points, but I don't mind because at one yeah, point they played off goofy and it's well, fun. Yeah, one point you have Spider UK and he's like he rips up freaking concrete and just throws it, and you have Spider Gwen goes, hey, sometimes I forget he's Spider Man and Captain Britain put together. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know what? Thank you. I needed to know that. And then, and then you even go from that and look at his costume that almost has the Spider Union Jack deal. And I'm like, that is awesome. And he yeah. he quickly became one of my favorite characters in this book. And he's so, huge. He yeah, looks oh, like kind of like Hulk. I wish we would have one shot with him in it. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved I that. Agree. He looks so cool. And I really, really liked him. I liked the way that's he That's one of the up. suits they're releasing in DLC for the game. Okay, that, that's awesome. But then you go and then uh, uh, Octavia kind of does show up that you were going to yeah. talk about, uh, Brandon. Yes. Well, because we end up reporting to um, – Superior Ox base because yeah, they, they, they go to the hinge base. all these problems back to Doc Ock, who who kind of is causing it all because he's creating this link to this tech that the inheritors have yeah. in, in the world they've been trapped in. So they're telling him, you listen, Doc, you, you got to shut this down. These dudes are connected yeah, you to your can't facility. Do they're they're copying their minds into these spare clone bodies yep. you got laying around. Yeah, because at the beginning when uh, Count Nefarious says, listen, you know, you can do all you want, Doc. Uh, you know, I'm immortal. I'll come back later. You'll be dead or you'll just give up being, you know, this good guy. And that's where Doc Ock does reveal, hey, you know, no, I'm I'm just as immortal as the next yeah. guy because I'm cloning was it myself. In this issue, or was it in the Superior Octopus number one issue where he's fighting a villain, and the villain, I'm pretty sure it was in the Superior Octopus okay. issue. The yeah, villain yeah, actually kills him. 
Yeah, and, yeah. And he turns him to stone, kills him, yep. and then a new superior octopus comes out of nowhere yep. and kind of clocks yeah, the hell out of him. Yeah, and kind of clocks him. And, yeah, and he, he spells that out clone here. Tubes right behind yeah, him. and he spells that out here, and uh, the the issue is is that he's using this inheritor tech, that that's what... And really, going into this, from what we had from the Edge of Spider-Geddon stuff as we were getting close, you really didn't have any idea, really, they were just grabbing the guys, and then here right away, they're, you know, oh, they can sense the tech, they can, you know, and now it's it's activated so they have to go and try to shut it down and yeah they're they're duping them the inheritors yeah. are duping doc ock in a way that is just like the movie speed yes where, where it's exactly speed <laughs> they're looping the they're monitors looping the monitors and i'm like really <laughs> you're gonna go with that you're going with you're, speed you're here you're telling everyone how you're superior, superior and you're being tricked yep. by looping monitors yeah, i'm like really keanu reeves you, 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 here we go and yeah oh, and i'm it, saying keanu's the one that figured that out yeah yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's Keanu. No, Keanu did it. It was yeah, uh, what, Keanu did it to yeah. the bad guy. Yeah, so Keanu's smarter than Superior Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, and yeah, it's not something you want to brag about. Really. No, and it is Octavia who figures it out. She's there, and yeah, beep boop boop, and she's like, "Oh well, you've been duped." And it's very quick to go from, "Hey, uh, Ock, you shouldn't be doing this." And I do like where Ock says as well, like, "Listen." I'm doing it. We should have killed these people before anyway. You didn't yeah, let me. Yeah, you guys are wusses. Yeah, you, you didn't let me. So, you know, I'm going to do this because I'm smarter. I'm superior. And that's how it's going to roll. And, uh, yeah, they, they were duping him. And but it's very quick Spider-Man to go. Spider-Man Noor goes to, you know, try to go behind Doc's back yeah, and blow done. these tubes up. And yeah. that's when we realize it's too late. Yep. The inheritors have arrived. And, and they pretty much put an end to poor Spider-Man Noor in a hurry. Yeah, done. Uh, Done. And then he's actually one character. He's one character I was actually slightly familiar because yeah. I read like yeah. Spider Verse Zero or something. Yeah, like he had that. a one shot back in Spider Verse. Yeah, and I actually really liked him. I yeah, it's funny. Totally I knew sad him. when he died. I knew him from was it Web of Shadows, the the video game from from yep. way back. Yep. I actually yep. knew Spider Man Noir from that, and so yep. yeah, the one thing, and then I thought. Okay, this is set up to be like Suicide Squad. We're gonna have people <laughs> yeah. dead. That they, and oh, yeah. you start thinking like, okay, you're dead, you're dead, and you know Miles, he's he's safe, but he's gonna be all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a couple, including uh, you know, the, the Spider UK. He seems to be their, in big trouble. They get their hands on Superior Octopus, yep. which is the best part of the, it's the issue. best part of the issue. Yep. And they they go to try to you know drain him of his life energy. And they they end up, you know, giving him a sniff and not wanting anything throw to do with it because they, they tell him he's not a real spider. Yeah, they throw yeah. him aside. And that is, I mean, how much of an insult can that be where, That's you know, Bach yeah, was him. yelling how superior it was the whole time and he's not even worthy enough to get eaten. And they're yeah. like, yep, you can't tell because these are, the inheritors are kind of Spider-Men vampires, uh, you know, as far as, you know, I could look up and things like that, correct? That's basically, they feed off yes, of these that, spider that's powers. essentially, that's all, they don't want people, they want spider they people. They want spider that's people, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they're spider vampires. He's a Draxulus, yep. is that is what they say? <laughs> He's a Draxulus. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah you, the you get pretty much two. I kept on two, saying that the yes. whole time in my head. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a, Call and, Eric Shea, he's going to want to tap in for really, this one. And, and it's funny, too, because... Because I talked to Eric about this at work because I was trying to kind of get a grip on everything that was going on. So I'm like telling him and he's like, you know what? That sounds pretty cool. And then I said, you're out, buddy. You're out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you have 
what appears to be Captain Britain, or you know, uh, not Captain Britain, Spider UK. He's dead. Uh, yeah, he got possibly, his neck I'm snapped. I'm not sure if he's totally. Is he totally yeah, dead? Uh, he got his yeah. neck oh, yeah. snapped. He oh, looks dead. <laughs> he that's, was my favorite one of all of them that I wanted to see more of, and he's dead. And then my second. If one, I was Miles, I would take a step to the left away yeah, from that girl. Really? Yeah. I, I think I would just go behind Doc Ock. Eh, he's, they're not going to go. Through, you know, maybe they they won't be able to smell him because of the stinky <laughs> smell of a non-spider but yeah there's some big troubles but yeah, yeah. it ends with that it and ends the, with that yeah, with the big twist where Morloon's just like always Morloon is like just save the real Peter Parker for me he's yep. who I want he's defeated me twice nobody's ever defeated me and uh it, it always turns personal for him which comes around to bite him in the butt Yep, and it's how he always gets defeated. And it is um, funny at that they're like, "Come on now, let's get done with this irrelevant, yeah. you know, vendetta you have." And they're, no, no, let him have his fun. <laughs> Even yeah. I'm like, this "Yeah, that's going to turn all into trouble." Down on you guys last time, and you just go yeah, right back. Just gonna, to hey, it, they but... forgot they were in the vat. Plus, they they sit there now. If you use the speed tactic and it works. You're going to think that these people are just big dummies, and you can do whatever you want from now on. Well, here's the other interesting twist I'll tell you from Spider-Verse is, you know that dude with the diver's helmet and the spider legs on his back? Yeah, yeah. He's like the new – well, he took Madam Web's place. He's He can see every the future and everything. That is the Inheritor's brother who turned their back on him. Okay. He turned their back on the Inheritor's uh, from Spider-Verse. So, okay. That's kind of one of the twists to keep in mind uh, while you're reading all this stuff. And, yeah, we're, we're in store for a bunch of tie-ins and, and everything yeah, else. Yeah, and, and we're going to try to keep up with most of the things that interest us is what we can yeah. say. But we will be talking about each, you know, numbered issue of, of Spider-Geddon. And, and I liked it. I, I liked yeah. it. I think it the took- art's great. Yeah, the art uh, is great. And uh, as I read it again, I went in pretty, you know, without any knowledge. Uh, and Blind. so when I went in... Uh, reading it a couple times, I realized, you know what, they're setting me up pretty well to know at least enough to what's going on and now talking to you and finding out some other things and looking into it afterwards. Yeah, then I can, you know, see some other things that I may have passed by, but really, I enjoyed it. I, I really did. And because I didn't read the, the other uh, event, you know, the whole inheritors thing that might seem a little like, oh, really, we're doing this again. I don't have that yet. Yeah, so, it's you know, fresh I could go, you. yeah, it's fresh. So, well, I, what was that old NBC? If you haven't it seen it, it's new for you. <laughs> it is go. what yeah. the old rerun deal was. So, I'm in. I, I thought it was cool. We had speed uh, in there. And there you go. What would you give it, Brandon? I'm going to go with a 7.5. I really enjoyed the art. I, um, you know, I am a little bitter that it's kind of feeling like a lot like Spider-Verse yeah. 2 and a direct sequel. I, I mentioned before how I kind of would have liked a little twist and maybe that's still coming. But for now, it kind of seems a lot of the same going forward. Uh, you know, I had a little beef with that Otto, the Otto Octavius girl showing up because like the inheritor said, you know, they don't want anything because to she's do a with girl. No, 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 no. That's why he just doesn't like girl spiders. <laughs> yeah, I hate strong women characters. Yeah, uh, and and also, you know, the the inheritors just mentioned how they don't want anything to do with Otto and the spider. You know, whole Madam Spider thing or who's ever in control of that now shouldn't have a connection to this one as yeah. a result of any of that. So that's a little weird, a little forced in, but I'm fine with it overall, 7-5. Yeah, I'm going a little higher just because I really did enjoy it. I love Superior Octopus, uh, and I just like the idea of all this, and I'm not familiar with the Inheritors much. So when they show up and they're, you know, they're Draxulas, 
I, I didn't mind that. I thought it's yeah. pretty cool. A pretty cool it's a idea. Cool twist. I love yeah. Spider Verse. The first time I read it, you know, and I'm just hoping for yeah. a little bit different. Here yeah, then. maybe this is just to get everybody going with this number yeah. one, and then we'll we'll kind of diverge from what Spider Verse was before. So I'm giving it an eight. Uh, like I said, I love the art. I thought the art was great. What about you, Aaron? I think I'm gonna go uh, even a little bit higher than you. Oh just my! To, just to Mr. wedge you positive. out there. I don't want. I don't. I want you to be. The I want to be Mr. Positive. I said ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. I said. No, what I'm you gonna go us? eight five, and that yeah. that is uh, the extra five. Totally is the extra boost on the art because with all these all these characters on the on the page yeah. from the the multiple characters fighting at the beginning that have wings and then inheritors and then all these extra spider-man and the 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 nice uh feels like a continuation with spider uh, superior octopus mm-hmm. and all all of it's just uh so so tight that i i i'm really in just ending spider island right now and now i'm just even more excited to continue forth cool with the re- my back issue reading on Spider-Man because of this issue specifically and yeah 85 it's yeah. it's a really really good issue I agree I agree I'm I'm glad that we talked about it at one point we were kind of deciding if we were or weren't and if we weren't I wouldn't have read it and I'm glad yeah, I read it Yeah I was it. <laughs> I was having the same issue while reading all those uh the one shots that came yeah, before like yeah. uh well I mean this is kind of cool kind of yeah. fun it's but so I don't okay. sometimes they drag that prelude stuff out just yeah. too long and you I think almost they lose did. your excitement I mean really it. on on this podcast we didn't talk about all of them me and Brandon yeah. bailed we were like yeah, yeah whatever we you didn't yeah. really need to talk about all of them because yeah, you got, got the, the best two ones, the best two at the beginning, and then yep. the ones afterwards are just kind of that pick a depressing one. We're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Then I was ready. I'm like, I'm done with this. But no, oh, I'm but glad yeah, we I'm did full, it. Full, full on board for for this. Awesome. Uh, as long as it, I, I, I like, I didn't read the last, the previous one either, and I, I, I hope all fans are able to enjoy it. Yeah, you know, so I hope they do a little twist different than what previously came. So I'm, I'm, yeah, full of yeah, bore. Yeah, I am too. I'm, I'm all in. It's one of my favorites that we're reading right now. Uh, we're gonna move on to the next book that Brandon has the blurb for as well. Not one of my favorites. Not one of my favorite books that we're talking about. Yeah, what this, is this it? This is a Brandon? little bit of a mixed bag. We got Thor number six, written by Jason Aaron, art of. It looks like just Christian Ward does everything, yeah, and yeah. we got letters by G- VCs Joe Sabino. So old man Thor and old, old man Fegan or Fogan, whatever we decided last <laughs> yeah, time, yeah. put aside their differences last issue in pursuit of a new fight, old man Doom. So let's jump in here and watch what happens when old men throw down with a hodgepodge of powers. Oh, and there's more worm versus the Necromogo, too. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, this is a story that's not for me. Uh, I haven't been reading Thor all this time to get the backups to get to this. And yeah. when we get to this, uh, the second half, I'll, I'll admit, the second half of this, I kind of could grab onto it. But before that, the art, if you just look at the page, and I'm sure there's a lot of reviewers and other podcasts, if they're talking about this, will say how great the art is. It's very stylized. It's very colorful. It's very, you know, kind of popping off the page. 
it's also very confusing for somebody who doesn't mm-hmm. understand it's very what much the story on fire, is. Too much, yes. You know and, I mean? and so, with me trying too to grab fire. what's going on in the story and not really having my footing on this, it ended up being a hodgepodge of colors thrown together uh, to the point where I got very confused what was going on. And I think that it is just one of those. And and anybody out there who's, who's read it and loved it and like, oh, Jim, you're a moron. This is continuing from whatever i fully understand that i fully understand that there's probably people who love this issue and love this whole story it's i'm just not one of them and so (laughs) with that i'm trying to desperately grab onto it and desperately see what's going on and when you have old man logan old man thor old man doom and they're yelling and screaming at each other and fighting and everything looks like a swirl of colors it looks like one of those things if you remember where you had those things where you had that circular thing that spun and then you had those things that look like ketchup and uh you know mustard bottles that you squirt (laughs) and squins around half of it looked like that to me though i still think that it looks great it just to me it was confusing but again you know like before i'll let you guys talk more about it uh just because i don't really you know get everything that was going on christian wards are is generally more eye appealing to me than yeah. del mundo's art and yeah, here yeah. i feel like he he's is trying, trying to go to del mundo yeah ape del mundo a little bit try to like give because i mean if you looked at the the Thor, the first issue of this uh, fresh start Thor, there was Christian Ward in the back part for this yep. uh, part of the story, and then there was Del Mundo in the front. Del Mundo's looked more like this. Yeah. Christian Ward's was more of tight, clean lines. Uh, Christian Ward, he does go uh, a little bit more of the uh, creative uh, art, yeah, uh, coloristic, fancy, yeah. stylized uh way but he he normally tries to keep it more of a a clean lined yeah. instead of the the watercolor painted that's style. what it looks like and, and i think you're right be, with it yeah. i i think that that's what he's doing so when you get the trade or whatever it it'll you know seamlessly so kind of fit in but he i mean there are some parts on here that are extremely cool to look at yeah. like on what was it page 2 Okay. It has uh, just Doom? looking at Doom's face right yeah. there at the bottom with the flames is extremely Looks cool. Awesome. Or when Doom has rain bouncing off of his cloak later on when the the three sisters show up to battle him. I mean, it, there are some exquisitely cool I, panels in this, but yes, it is a little tough to follow. Yeah. Yeah, I like his big panels. I think as soon as it hits a small panel is when it really suffers, and yeah. Yeah. the issue kind of starts off a little better than it than it hits in the middle, and then it kind of wraps up in the end. But yeah, we start off on New Midgard, which is just you know Earth reborn basically, yeah. and uh, you know people just watching Doom come down, and they start giving him a hard time, saying "Get out of here!" Start throwing stones at him like that's going to do much. Yeah, uh, they just basically annoy Doom until he tries to light this whole garden they have on fire annoyed thor created life again especially on the grounds of latveria where he used to live and you know that's really kind of his main beef one of them um just as he's about to burn these people to smithereens uh thor's granddaughters all three of them show up and try to put up a fight with doom and and pretty much fail miserably um he he basically laughs them off because 
I don't know how many different powers he mentions he has. He's basically Sorcerer Supreme, Ghost Rider, Doom, Iron Fist, uh, about Star eleven Brand, other things, Spirit yeah, of yeah. Vengeance. He, he's got pretty much everything except what yeah. Logan and and Thor have. Uh, yes. It seems like that yeah. completes the set. You know, yeah. he's got to catch them all. He's yeah. going what, to what get basically? them. Was yeah. it pan- Panther at the beginning and the one million BC thing though too? Yeah, I think that. maybe he might have Panther claws on his gloves. Who knows? But, uh, but I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got. He's pretty powerful though. And, yeah, and he's, he's, he's not to be trifled with. No, and that's when Thor and Logan show up. Uh, Phoenix Logan and they try to also put up a fight with uh, Doom, and they they don't start off so well either. All before we hit our interlude, where I in, I really have no idea what's going on with this until the very end, where we yeah. the worm is revealed to be just Loki, Loki. driving the Earth crate, the not the Earth, but uh, the Necro Necro world ego, the Necro he's, sword. Yeah, from he's it, getting you know. the Necro sword from him, and it's one of those where he's like driving him so insane, so he picks himself apart. So Loki ends up by tricking you know the planet he ends up bringing a planet down just by being annoying it's basically yeah. what it ends yep. up being and it's, it's, it's yeah. okay uh, that's all. and i i don't mind like i said i i get the overall story of at least this issue of the idea that thor brought back uh, you know midgard earth back and you know even logan thinks that was a bad idea everything should die you have doom that comes back he's pissed because of latveria but even they say to him you know, this was destroyed. Like, what we have here may be where your Latveria was, but this whole planet was destroyed. Thor brought it back, and Doom just he's, he just wants to destroy everything and yeah. get all the powers. But it's a weird deal where then Logan then decides, like, you know what? This is a pretty planet here. I'm glad you brought it back. And, hey, I'm going to just sacrifice myself and make that hammer of yours even more powerful. And it's almost like the, hey, we can't beat Doom. He has all these powers. So let's combine more powers of ours and try to do this. And, and again, I just it, it looks cool. You have yeah. Thunderbird, which is awesome <laughs> name, and it looks great. But, yeah, I just through all of this, I just keep thinking to myself, first off, we're at the end of existence pretty much, right? We're yeah. at the, so what do we care about this? I, we yeah, said I it before. Or are we at the beginning? Or it's the beginning. It's a possible future. Yeah. Who, yeah. Knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows where we are? But it doesn't seem as if I should really care. You know, yeah. what's going on here? I don't here. have a strong emotional attachment to no. it. I thought, uh, and you know, reading all the Thor stuff, whenever these issues came up, I read them, but I wasn't really hyped when when they were arrived or I was coming up upon them. Yeah. Uh, th- this one got me a little excited because of the whole, you know, Phoenix Logan thing, and I was digging yeah. that, but when, when he kind of falls out of the story, just goes into the hammer he so goes Thor can hammer. wrap this You're all done. up. Yeah, I'm kind of out with the story at that Good point. Good old Wolverine well. fan there. He's out now. <laughs> but yeah, they end up, uh, um, you know. You know, this Thor book, since the fresh start is launched, it, it feels like he did the one battle for hell that he wanted to get out of the way. And now we're just kind of biding time yeah, until they, that's what it feels they're doing like. that new book, whatever it is, the war of the realm. So they yep. can probably charge you an extra buck and give you a few extra pages. And that's kind of the reason why in my mind, and I, I think the same way. And, and the, that's why I kind of sit here and, and read this. And I'm like, well, it says it's at the end of time. So really, what is this going to affect anything? So yeah. I, I just, it's not an and ending to a story that I was like, reading. A, a beginning of Thor days, like yeah. a, a throwback to Thor's past yeah. story. So I'm so like, uh, when are we going to actually yeah. get to the actual story of Thor in this book yeah. instead of 
jumping around to the future and jumping around to the past because I'm I'm really kind of losing some interest in a title I've been following and reading for a long time. And maybe I, I just have a better time reading yeah. this book in trade. Yeah, you know and it, yeah. it and, might just be one of those books. And where me. I'm coming from is this is one of the titles that feels the least type of fresh start. It, it's yeah. everything that we do, everything that we're reading. I just keep being told, well, that that's from before and that's from before. So, you know, that's my fault. It, it's, not Jason, it's not Jason Aaron's fault. That This is his story oh. that he's giving. It's not my complete fault. You know, I could go Next back and, and catch up, but I'm a little lost. Uh, how about you, Aaron? What do you think about it? I think we lost him. Oh, yeah. he's, oh, there oh, you go. He's back. Oh, no, there. <laughs> what do you think about this? Who were you asking? <laughs> I was asking you. I think you cut out a little as I was asking you. Uh, we didn't give scores. I was just, well, do you, is this something that yeah, you are down first, with? So or? We can all beat you. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Okay. You give your first score. Well, what do you think? Uh, well, I, this is actually my favorite issue of Thor since the fresh start. I have to say, uh, I haven't been really too big on the Del Mondo art and, uh, I, I'm not too. I'm not a huge big fan of the stylized artwork. This one seems to work a little bit more for me. I mean, granted, there's a lot of bright different colors, and a lot of flames coming yeah. both from Doctor Strange and from Phoenix Wolverine. But um, the some of the narration that uh, Jason Aaron was utilizing in this, it, it just it really felt like. And his writing was coming back to what I remember reading the Thor previously. Uh, the, the, a lot of the cool aspects and cool splash paint panels. I, I don't know. It just felt more like he had more energy into the story this time than any, any previously. The, the, there was a couple little hiccups that, that bothered me. Uh, the, the sisters battling Fing, Fing Fang Foom and all the other yeah. monsters. Yeah, that we didn't just even bring them up. Yeah, yeah that they just, just I mean, they, they're just like, oh, we'll protect those while dad goes off and fights it over here. But I mean, Th- Thor goes into the earth with doom and they battle in earth for hundreds of years. Did <laughs> Fing Fang Foom just go away? What happened to the sisters at all? Uh, Nothing's mentioning at all over there. It just goes to Loki now has the necro sword and the end of everything. Yeah. So I mean, I'm gonna go mm, a high seven point five. Okay. That's that's more positive than me. You're gonna make me look like the negative yeah, Nancy because I'm at a five point <laughs> five. But again, I this is really not something for me and not something for somebody just to jump in on this fresh start and get right with it. Though I do think some people could look at just the art. If you if you're just looking page for page, you said at the beginning of this, some of the stuff does look fantastic. I just think that it just kind of all swirled around in my head when I don't really know what's going on. Uh, by the end, I, I kind of get the concept. I it was supposed to kind of make you feel that yeah, way a little yeah. bit because it, it, it gives it a great, uh, a, more of a grandeur yeah, to yeah, the, I, I agree. the battle. Maybe I, mean, I, I think it, I think it gave yeah. more, more of a grandeur to the battle than the art we've been getting in Avengers when they were battling the Celestials. Yeah, yeah. Personally, you know, yeah. it felt like a big cosmic epic battle that yeah, was happening on Earth. But, I mean... To each his own, really. Yeah, and, and with that, you know, with that type of deal, you're going to get a lot of fire and brimstone and stuff like that, which you do, which Brandon mentioned. But I'm going to go 5-5. Five, five. What about you, Brandon? 
Yeah, I'm not going much higher. I'm going six, flat six. I mean, it's something I've been following for a while, so I give it the benefit of the doubt sometimes maybe when I shouldn't. Uh, like I said, the the Logan stuff really grabbed me for this little two-issue uh, this two issue story that, that, you know, I didn't hate, but uh, it's not something I would really say you got to run out and read, um, yeah. either, you know, especially if you're just here for the fresh start stuff, you're, you're just jumping on. If you have more of a past connection to it, but, you know, I really feel like I, I benefited from reading this book more in trade and not on a month to month basis. Yeah. Um, and, and I kind of want them to just stop beating around the bush and give me this, this war i've been reading for, yeah and maybe reading once they and get to the war and yeah. just get to it i have higher i have higher hopes for that one yeah, especially since too. the artist on that one i was enjoying the most out of all the artists that were on the thor yeah. pre- previous issues his battle scenes are a lot grittier the line works a lot cleaner the coloring is not as mind bending yeah shall yeah. we say yeah it, it, it is kind of mind bending the way they set Stotterman it up or something yeah. like that yeah, yeah. that's a good word it's just, you know, my, my main beef, everybody has firepowers in that issue, and it's yeah. just hard to tell who's getting the upper hand at yeah. any given point. But once like, the War of the Realms comes, I think that maybe we can all get on board and yeah. really have some fun. But it does seem like it's stalling till then, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes till then. The next book, though, is for Scaretoberfest. It is Marvel <laughs> Zombie number one, written by W. Maxwell Prince, art by Stefano Raphael, Rach- Rochelle Rosenberg, and VCs Travis Lanham, with a cover by our man Juan Ferreira. I don't usually mention that, but we love Juan, so we get a one shot for Spectoberfest. <laughs> and it's okay. The story of the zombie, Simon Garth, and a little boy is touching in a zombie way, even if their friendship causes the death of almost all the remaining heroes Everybody. in the world. My only real problem is that we don't get enough setup for Donnie and Simon, so the ending felt a little bit forced. And there's not really a ton to talk about here in this uh, issue basically everybody but a few uh, you know calling themselves the defenders are zombies in this world there is a bunch of things going on this little kid it's, is it's good to be spider-man when you're just stuck with women left over yeah in the yeah apocalypse. there's women and you have daredevil he's there but yeah, yeah daredevil, daredevil spider-man and women he's the boss nobody wants to date the boss and, and and the thing about it is is this you know when you sit there and think about okay when is this happening like Moon Girl is still pretty much a girl. She yeah, it's not like it's Moon Woman. Like she's grown up. Yeah, yeah, this seems moon like Moon Teenager. Yeah, maybe? this might be a year or maybe so. Twenty. Yeah, maybe. I don't think so. But even there, Devil Dinosaur is gone, dead. That mm-hmm. kind of is a turning point by the end. He's like a a mecca now, triple changer. But uh, while they're <laughs> going on, the only ones that it seems that are left that aren't zombies that we know of are Daredevil, Spider Man, Misty Knight, Moon Girl, Black Widow, and Hawkeye. Uh, Hardly and no powers Hulk, there either. No, no. No power. Daredevil up, barely has powers. I mean, it's yeah. all ground level heroes. Yeah. What happened to all those superheroes? And, and we have we have Donnie and this girl. They're going through uh, the rubble looking for things. And this little Donnie, who starts out with a letter to his mom from uh, the deal to set it up, uh, finds a necklace. And, you know, he puts it on. He's, I'm going to give this to my mom. This will be great. And while that happens, you get the big zombie sure. battle. And, we talked uh, before you came on. Is the mom dead? The mom's dead. Yeah, right? we think the mom's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the We're mom, like, there's the no dead. way that yeah. that mom is alive. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so the, you have the defenders here fighting off zombies. You have Doc Ock zombie. You have all these zombies going on. In the middle of all this, you have Simon Garth, who is the zombie, who is half the narration of this. 
this, of that he is a zombie that kind of knows what's going on. He doesn't eat people because he was once peoples too. Yeah. And uh, you go peoples through don't this. Eat peoples. peoples don't eat the peoples. <laughs> and while this is going on, you see the most bloodthirsty of anybody's Black Widow. She just, if yeah. anybody yeah. even looks yeah. like... She don't care. If you don't see get, bite marks on anybody... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. You, you see blood dead. She's shooting him, which really screws up Peter. <laughs> Doc Ock is the biggest monstrosity in the yeah. history. Of oh, he's disgusting. He's he so got disgusting. man boobs just like with lumps. Oh, it's just off disgusting. Here. A big fat butt. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going there, and while this is going on, this kid Donnie almost dies. He falls. He's going to get eaten by zombies, and the zombie Simon saves him. And they end up going to the headquarters for this resistance. And you, you have the setup where Black Widow is like, I'm going to kill everybody who even looks like they look. <laughs> you mumble. You are going to get killed because you might be a zombie. And yeah. he walks in with a zombie. And they're like, oh, well, and Black Widow freaks out. You end up this necklace kind of glows. And it's that he can control the zombie. And he it's a warg. weird deal. It's like Hordor and uh, <laughs> Bran. Yeah, yeah. And so sure. with that, while this is going on, the, co- the coincidence okay. <laughs> here is that they were looking to find somebody who could be uh, basically a suicide bomber. We yeah, need somebody to strap this bomb. We're going to try to kill all these zombies. They figure we'll put it on the zombie. I mean, that's a, you know, you best of both worlds. You kill two with, with one stone. killing unless it's a giant group of zombies that yeah. you can kill. Yeah. And, it, you know, it, it was kind of weird though, with that. It was. Part, I mean, yeah. that, how that long has this been going so on? They, they must have had to kill a hundred people. Like, do they have more. this argument literally every five <laughs> it minutes? It seems like every time. <laughs> exactly. And, and as they're going on, you even, where you get this progression of what I think they're trying to show you too is like, oh man, we fought 100 before. Now we fight 300. Oh my, we're going to fight 3,000 now. So, you know, you get this, everybody's multiplying and things like that. But there's not a lot of setup. Everything is just thrown in here here and then basically just to the end of the okay strap the zombie with the the bombs go out and as this is going on this donnie is with moon girl and says hey you once had a dinosaur we learned about you right yep he was your best friend wasn't he yep hey you know what this zombie here is my best friend. All right, let's take the bombs <laughs> off. There you go. Let's watch. Let's sit here and watch everybody get Everybody eaten. will <laughs> die. And I love it, too. We don't it's have like TV. Let's strap in for the latest. Everybody. They're all dying. They're all Press dying. The and and you end up, oh my God, you end up dying. And then you're supposed to feel good because then, and I do like the idea where, like, they know that basically, and especially Moon Girl knows that she she says, "I betrayed humankind. I'm done." And he's like, "Where are you gonna go?" She's like, "You think I'm going to hell because of what yeah. I just did?" And the the big thing at the end is like, well, looking at Simon Garth the zombie, smell a dandelion, and then walk away with the kid hand in hand. He just destroyed everybody. This world is Actually. done. Hawkeye watched it all happen too, because yeah. she does. It doesn't show her dying, so she's on another hill watching. I only saw a few of them get bit. I don't know who's dead, who's I'm alive. I'm telling you, but they are done. Daredevil's uh, dead. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah Daredevil uh, certainly got yeah, it. Like Widow, gone. I mean, she was standing right Falcon next to Falcon showed up at one point, too. Yeah, and may- maybe Falcon flew away. I, I don't know yeah, if I saw him get have. taken down. But, yeah. If that was Falcon, I would never land. There's well, a lot a of point. troubles. There, uh, yeah, <laughs> Daredevil, he got his throat ripped out. Yeah. Uh, Misty is just done. She gets but bitten okay in the shoulder. But they found a dandelion. A yeah, they found okay. dandelions, and they're walking away. It says the end, and this is what Looking gets feed. me, too, is you read this, and you're like, boy, is this just this? there to be like the walking dead i mean really is there anything else and if you read the solicit from marvel basically says this one's for fans of the walking dead and the road that's all this was it really (laughs) was there was not much else to it except just you know death and destruction and w maxwell prince is the guy who writes ice cream man at image which a lot of people really like it's like a hard deal so he's a horror comic writer I like concepts of this. It's just things are thrown at you too quickly. There's not a lot of setup. It's of, almost like they told him he was going to have three issues. And they're yeah, like, nope, never it does mind seem one. like this where you would have had, I would have liked to have seen a little more with Donnie and uh, Simon to kind of get this idea that they're best friends. Uh, you know, where's this girl? And uh, you know, all these things that happen at the beginning where all of a sudden he just saved him. It's almost like he has the life debt now to a zombie. <laughs> But I did like I liked Simon's narration throughout. I liked how it even changes. It's one of those like once he's accepted, he kind of changes a little, and he yeah. is more. Simon was the best part of the book. Yeah, I wanted he is, more Simon and less of the hero. Surprisingly, yeah, and, and even with that, you get the idea because it starts. Hey, my name's Simon Garth, but my friends call me, and you have all these zombies. Arr, arr. I would have liked more to know: Are a lot more of these zombies? Are there other zombies that are actually a little yeah. more intelligent, like Simon? So. When you're killing these zombies, you are killing like Peter doesn't want to and things like that. But you have a cure mentioned that we're never going to see. I mean, a lot of this stuff just happens. It's just a yeah. one shot. I'm telling you, it feels like it was almost five issues. They were like, never mind. You get just one. Just go. And I know that Brandon <laughs> said, I don't mind the art as much. I think it's very stylistic. Uh but I would have liked it to have been a little more uh, tighter in, in yeah. throughout this whole deal. I mean, my beef is like they're trying to reference a lot of characters in the beginning of this story. And I uh, between some of the references they threw out there and how they're drawn, some of them just go over my head. And, and I know I'm supposed to be getting something I'm missing and it just annoys yeah. me. Yeah. How about you, Double uh, A, Ron? What do you think of this? Well, I thought the art kind of uh, – match the apocalyptic kind of style it made me feel like i was reading a 2008 d comic does look a little bit i mean um the coloring was a little you know meh but i mean a lot of purples and you know you kind of muddied a little bit i mean but it's a apocalyptic yeah that's the thing it's for one shot i I didn't there was previous uh marvel zombie books right yep wasn't there like in a uh, marvel zombie apocalypse or something like that there was a whole series yeah Yeah, there was a whole series i i was kind of thinking that they were restarting this when i read it myself i didn't read any solicit coming into this whatsoever so i didn't know this was a one shot i was kind of hoping it it continued on actually i'm right with you that's what i thought too but i mean it, it, you know, that's got a, a beginning and an end, and I can't really knock it too much. I, I got a couple chuckles. It, I've read worse. 
Yeah. So I, I, I definitely <laughs> read worse. I'm, I'm going to give it a solid seven. I'm going seven too. I, I'm telling you, it could have been really good in my mind I, if there was more the, setup. This will probably be my most enjoyable little Halloween special comic that yeah. I've. I, I'm, I'm with you months. with the idea that when I got done, I wasn't mad. I yeah, just no, I no. wish there was more setup. I thought some things were forced in, and yeah, when you talk about the past zombie stuff uh you know i was growing up and i was i'm a little older than you guys but as things were going on i did happen to be i wasn't in the comics i I have not read comics all my life i I don't know if you know that i'm not one eric shea but when uh all of a sudden that marvel zombies came and i saw the zombie version of wolverine that is the coolest thing i've ever seen in my entire life it it, it didn't get me to go into that or whatever but i remember there's few things that even not comic book fans you know ended up seeing or when things came out and that was one of them so when i saw that this was going and we were talking about oh we're going to talk about it i actually thought that it was at least going to be a mini series and i I thought that it was going to set up something like that so i'm like oh i I can get into that but yeah we get this and it's okay but like it says in that solicit it is almost like hey you like the walking dead yeah and especially the road it seems and i said even to brandon it's the zombie version by the end of old and Logan, the movie, yeah. actually, Logan, it seems, where it's like, let's go and then walk the streets here. What was and that like, one, uh, not Bruce Willis, but uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the, the one he was, uh, oh, yeah. I Am. I Am uh, oh, I, I Zombie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. not I Zombie. Uh, uh, I Am uh, Legend. I, I Am was. Legend. Yeah, I, I, am I legend. thought they were making a key reference on here yeah. with that, so I mean... Yeah, it kind of it felt like it referenced all those zombie kind of yeah, flicks. it does. I mean, yeah, so you kind of jump in, and it's issue. October. It's Shocktoberfest going on. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, I'll give it a seven. What about you, Brandon? I don't I'm think Brandon just under a seven. Yeah, I figured I like you six, would six eight. Um, okay, just well, under a seven. Mr. We got Negative. Our Eric Shea of the Look, show. Listen, to him. I just had problems. <laughs> he wants. To, he's trying to make a name anything. for himself over yeah. there. <laughs> I just had the art. I didn't like the art more than anything. The splash pages looked all right, but. You know, for a one-shot Halloween special, I want, like, you know, really gruesome, sweet-looking art, yeah. and, and that's just not what I got, I guess. And I also expected, you know, a miniseries. I was I was yeah. ready to get into something new, so. so it was, a little Doc was pretty gruesome. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that is the grossest character I've ever yeah, seen. He those arms on. It's that funny, too. those arms to It is back. funny, too, because he's got those arms there, but it's not even that. Like, it is the man boobs and his butt. It actually it, looks like my dad. If he was grunting superior, I would have given yeah. this a yeah, there you go. But you know, Brandon, he's up in Buffalo. Eh, yeah. Miserable people it's up there. It snowed today. I'm I'm sad. Yeah, right? really. Well, we have yeah, one it, more it issue here this week. Really, it, it's yeah. just cold here. But we have one dusty. we have one more issue here, and this is something that we were uh, deciding if we were going to talk about. And uh, Aaron said that we had to. He messaged me. I'm reading oh. it right now. I'm reading it right now. He messaged me in the Slack chat and said, we are definitely going to talk about Shiri because it's awesome and I love it. I thought, okay. Or I'm going to Eric Shea on this joint. Yeah, quit. he's going to quit if we don't talk about Shiri. But Sar- we are, Sarcasm does not translate well into text. It does Ask my not. Wife. Yes. Yeah, really. I know that too. But tell us all about it, Brandon. Tell us about it, Aaron. This is your blurb. <laughs> Well, Shuri, number one, writer, uh, Nede, okay, I see why you gave me this. Exactly. <laughs> Okafor, <laughs> I'm not messing Leonardo up. Romero, and color artist Jordi Belair. Yep. Well, Shuri is here, and Black Panther's out in space, so uh, I guess we're reading Shuri to find out what happened in 
Black Panther Wakanda. So yeah. uh, here yeah. we go. Yeah, how did that happen? How did it happen that this book That's... actually is going to tell us more about Black Panther than Black Panther? It's so <laughs> That's odd. the only reason it's... I even brought it up or it else I was so hoping odd. we would even this talk book, about it. It's so odd yeah. that so as odd. you go through as well – that it takes them even a while to even give you an editor's note of, hey, you, you like that story? You should go over and read Black Panther. And, and so you're going here, and basically, we're going to go through this pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, we find out that Shuri has set up a intergalactic, you know, exp- we don't find out really what's going on. She built, on. The, she built, <laughs> yeah, she built the spaceship. Wakanda's going to space. Yeah, Wakanda's mm-hmm. going to space. And it, it's funny, too, because it starts out with Shuri kind of, you know. I, yeah, I think she really just built this shipping that my brother won't be able to leave this alone he'll just launch his ass in yeah, space yeah and, and <laughs> it's weird to, do too this be- to all the males one by one exactly <laughs> and, and, but even with that it's almost like hey you know wakanda uh, to me it, it was a weird concept because when you had black panther in space the thing that i didn't think right away is you know oh man wakanda finally got involved in the space race because they spell this out yeah. at first but wakanda is so advanced like, the space in race technology is still yeah, and, and with that, you figure that the only reason that Wakanda wouldn't have been in space before isn't just because of tech or whatever. It's because they just didn't want to. Uh, they are so advanced right. in tech that they could do whatever they want. So this beginnings of the idea of, hey, you know, we didn't get involved in the space race before, but now we're really going to get involved and we're really going to show the world things like that. It really threw me off a little because I don't well, think it, that – se- It seemed like they were, they were not – not getting involved yeah. they were getting involved but they were just doing it slowly and methodically because yeah. they had their eyes set beyond our beyond solar system that. to begin uh, yeah. with and it, it's just it was a weird setup and where i it's funny because we do see black panther going off in the space and we do see the reference of him being missing with manifold yeah with Man- manifold with so manifold that we've seen and no, it was kind of weird that it, it was just thrown in there it's yeah. just weird the idea with this though that we're we're getting that little and really this little bit that we're getting is way more than ten AC Coates is giving us in the Black Panther book. So you wonder if number one <laughs> is in this four issues, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And is this timed well with the Black Panther book? If the Black Panther book wasn't you know, the one delay was almost two months. Uh I think in that came book. out first. Yeah. And so is it that maybe this is, you know, who knows? It's just the timing feels weird that we haven't really referenced if even T'Challa in the regular Black Panther series is really T'Challa. And maybe now all he of a sudden just here. fooled them all because he's fine with the Avengers. Like, he's yeah. not off in space. And maybe there. this is one of those that this. he goes off in the space. Maybe we're not seeing him. Where I was going to get to is what are they doing in space? Like where? Because it really just seems like they're just going in the space and they well, get they I, go through a wormhole. She said, she said, Shuri says she he didn't tell her yeah, everything. Yeah. And so, that's, I mean, that's the way to get you out know. of it. That's what, that's my biggest problem is we get a little more than we're getting in the Black Panther book, but we're not knowing a lot. Uh, because this book, it, it's a weird thing too, because the whole book seems to be centered on the idea that T'Challa's gone and Shuri has to, by the end, Shuri's gonna be Black Panther. So you're, you're going from this beginning to the end and it's almost like, did they really have to go that much into Black Panther in space because we don't really know much about it anyway. So when they do, they, it's just weird. And yeah, we said, dance around and, and yeah, you dance around and like, like Aaron said, the weird part of it is, is that wink, wink, 
T'Challa didn't really tell me why. Well, what are you talking about? You <laughs> built all this stuff. You know you're going through a wormhole. It, what is this secret mission that he's on, which I guess will be revealed in the regular Black Panther? Um, but yeah, you have her where she built this ship that has a skin that thinks and all this. I don't know if that's one of the reasons why T'Challa's memory got erased later. So when I'm reading this, I'm really trying to make connections with the regular Black Panther book, which I think that after this issue, you can kind of push aside because it's yeah, going to be more yeah, about Shuri. No, no it's going to be Black more Panther Shuri. Yeah, it's going to be more Shuri as Black Panther. But before we started, we were talking a little about this book. And the weird part is, is the idea that they want to push that there doesn't really need to be Black Panther. They're, they say it like, hey, you know, Black Panther, he's not really king. We're a democracy now. He's kind of a figurehead. But Shuri, we need you to be Black Panther and rule. And I'm like, <laughs> and what's going really on? And they happy about it, too. Yeah, they're, they, like, they're all smiling. And, and even then, they, they have a gathering of the women of Wakanda. They have gathered them all. And they say, we haven't done this in a while. It's about time we do this. And yeah, this is going to be a book going forward that, you know, it is about the women of Wakanda, so and I don't I'm, I'm mind. Guessing, I'm guessing it's like a, a couple hundred years they haven't done it because yeah. don't they have to normally battle for who's going to be the Black Panther? Yeah, and yeah. I I love Shuri as a character. I yeah. really and really in the movie she was my favorite character in the movie, which I, that's I all did I pretty much love. know her from myself. Yeah, yeah and I love her. Brianna in the movie. That's why I loved her. I was going to say, why doesn't she look like Rihanna here? Because she should. And yeah, really. Okay, Eric. But yeah, she looked. Just just like a young Rihanna in the movie. And I loved her. I thought that her whole attitude in the movie and whatever. And you, you kind of get that a little here, but it's more of the push of the tech. It's more of the push to be. And even with she goes to the market, she has this little, you know, thing that can scan around and get, hey, you know, wings, and, yeah. and makes wings. She's and, so nonchalant about caring yeah. about what's happening. Yeah, it's, and that's, that's what's my weird. Problem. And is that set up? It's just like set up for like all these things, wings and this whole whole surveillance thing is this set up what we're going to get later is this just to show you hey look how smart she is look how great yeah, she and is. well they, they go through building her up talking about how how much she's been through how smart she is all this technology she does how she used to be the ruler of wakanda yeah, yeah. and then they they have her acting nonchalant about her brother being gone and like yeah. not coming up with it it's like she's really good leader but unless she doesn't want to lead, unless she doesn't know what she's doing, unless she can't make yeah. up her mind, it's like, why do you, why do you build her up and then cripple her at the same time? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. And uh, with that, you know, you do get the the smarts, but I just, she didn't, she just didn't have enough character in this for me to get that excited about her. And I wanted to. I, she was. It wasn't like she was charming. It was. It yeah. was like she was shirking her responsibilities. Yeah, and, and, and I, yeah. It's just a, not, didn't seem like her. Yeah. She used to have a talk with Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. really. And w with that, you, <laughs> you even see that she saved T'Challa when they were kids and things like that. Yeah, but that was yeah. a weird scene. It came, felt like it's it came odd. out of nowhere in she's, the book. She's talking to Muty on her computer, <laughs> and that's really weird about stuff. And the uh, basic premise yeah. is the idea that they T'Challa's been gone two weeks. Uh, that's it. That's, yeah, you yeah. know, not is two it? years. Not, you know, you know, eight months. He's been gone a couple you're weeks. Living, you're living in a kingdom and he's been gone for two weeks and everybody else is, you know, not yeah. really caring about it. But all of a sudden, a couple no. people are. Yeah. And, and it just seemed like very quick. I wish that it would have been spelled out. And I think that timing is kind of involved in that overall story because it's just odd 
that they're like, oh, well, and she's worried. I mean, not being able to get a hold of her brother for two weeks. I understand that. But the whole idea of, you know, T'Challa gone for two weeks and we have no, how long was he gone when they were fighting the Celestials with the Avengers? I mean, there's probably times when he's gone for that amount of time. Yeah, he's probably keeping a little more in touch, but still it just seemed off just to go to the end where they're like, we want you to be. You know, Black Panther. And I, I love the idea of Shuri being Black Panther. I'm all for that. And I, I wish that this would have kind of gotten more to that right away. Maybe just the beginning of, hey, my brother's in space. Yeah, you know, it's a long story. See Black Panther. And then go from there to the, <laughs> yeah. to the last, like, three pages of this to go forward in this to get a little more of hers, Black Panther. I'm interested in it. I think I'm going to read the next issue, I don't know that we're going to talk about it. Uh, the art, I, it was not my my cup of tea. Uh, I said that while, while it was going on, just the sound effects that are written out uh, really threw me off throughout and stuff like that. And it's a very stylized thing. It's more of a cartoony uh, deal. I actually think that a, a little more grittier art, a little more, you know, uh, that would have served it a little better, especially with the tech and things like that. There were some times that it was a little confusing, but uh, overall, I'll just get right to it. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. Um, I, I wasn't completely angry. It made me chuckle that we learned some things about Black Panther more than we get in the Black Panther book, but uh, what would you give it, Brandon? Yeah, I'm going just under you, 5-5. Five, five. I, I did not like the art in this even uh, more than I didn't like the art in Marvel Zombies. Um, it just it felt very kiddy, and then they were trying to kind of yeah. be serious, so you're trying to get the tone of the book, and, and it's just stuck between two worlds basically right now. Um, it, it was all right. Like the story wise, I didn't hate it. It was a lot of setup to get you to know the character. If if you're new to her or you have never watched the movie or whatever the case may be, but I don't know. I can't say I'm dying to read next issue. I guess I would I'd check it out and flip through it. If she's going to be Black Panther and do some things, I, I, I think I'm down with cool. that. Yeah, that yeah. sounds cool. Like, I think I'm down with that, but I don't know if that's where this is headed. It, it, I'm not sure she's, ex- like Aaron yeah. was saying, accepting that, you know, task, that responsibility with open arms. So yeah. I'm not sure that's what And before Aaron get. goes, he, he, like he said, it's weird because you go back and you even see that. You know, she's even talking to the ancestors where she was dead at one point, came back. She was the ruler. She's this. And then yet she's kind of like throws that aside at points. Yeah, she, just kinda... she throws it aside and then she says she has a problem with it later on. It's yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. And, then, a... and my other thing before Aaron gives his score is uh, the cover – why does she look like Jada Pinkett Smith instead of Rihanna? That's all I want to know. I want Rihanna. No, I, I, I don't mind Jada Pinkett Smith, but I love Rihanna she so much. She was good in her day. Yeah, I, I don't mind her still. But yeah, uh, how about you, Aaron? What would you give this? Oh, I, I, I want to go 6-5 just for the fact that we got more information about Black Panther than we've been getting in Black Panther. Yeah. yeah it's, but it's... then I, I, I have to knock it down because, I mean, it, it opens with this title narration page and then later on she sell, says exactly what happened in that title title narration yeah page. i didn't like that either that bugged it, it, yeah. it, as she's falling through the sky and then she just turns into a bird which totally confused the heck out of me i was like what is she just turned her wings off and now she's committing suicide oh she can fly oh she can turn into birds or she can have birds help her i don't really know because she had those birds carrying her across yeah, the that field what happened? I yeah that's the only thing i could think of 
him. I thought she was like Cinderella being carried or, or Snow White, whichever one yeah. it was that was being carried, like, la, 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 with the birds. And I, I, the art, it, it felt, it felt like throwback art, like Kurt Swan or something yeah. with the angular chins and the, I mean, it can be good at times, but yeah, I'm gonna go six. Yeah, I'll tell you I, the way the I, art was. It seemed like a digital title to me than a regular yeah, print really title. Uh, but the what digi- else were you saying? The there? digital titles are actually. I know. I, I actually. Yeah. This, like, Some of those no. digital titles from Marvel look freaking incredible. It, yeah, it's the odd. Jessica Jones one is yeah. spot on. Yeah, the it is. Cage one is, is okay, better than this in my opinion. No. But I haven't done the Iron Fist one yet. But yeah, uh, yeah it's it's a six. I I am curious to. I will peek into the second issue, but I don't. Unless something really So what what you're telling happens. me then is we probably will talk about the second issue. The three of us all just said that we probably will check it yeah. out. So we I might just well... want to see if she's gonna I don't be know like if Black I wanna talk about it. Oh, <laughs> you don't want to talk about it, do you? We're gonna force it. Next issue, I will be the one forcing it. Hey, Aaron, we're we're talking about this tonight, but we'll see. We'll see if, how it if goes. Next if next issue informs me on what what's happening in Black Panther, sure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling if when I left the movie uh, and I saw it with my wife. When I left the movie and you would have said to me just walking out, hey, by the way, they're going to have a Shuri book and she is going to end up being Black Panther in it. Right yeah. at that point, I would have been like, this sounds like a 10 out of 10. no I am clue in. what they had in that movie. Yeah. They didn't have yeah. this prepared at yeah. all. No. And uh, apparently you. they didn't have Black Panther prepared at all. No, either. they didn't. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I would have just the idea. Right now, yeah. and hopefully the new year kicks it off better. Yeah, so we'll see. We will see. But yeah, that's it for tonight. I am going to mention some things that we're going to be talking about next week. We have Spider Geddon 2. We have Spider Gwen, aka Ghost Spider number one. We're going to check out. We'll probably talk <laughs> about that. We have the Amazing Spider Man number eight, Century number five, which ends that. Uh, and then we have a couple that we have that we may do a little catch up on. Uh, one being the Unstoppable Wasp that came out this week. Did it, yeah, any of you read it? Did either of you no. read that? I haven't. Either. No, uh, I, I might take a look at it, but I, I let the, here's I the deal: it has very cartoony art uh, that is more along my style of art in that uh, on the cartoony side. Sometimes the cartoony art I really like, but uh, we'll check it out and then we might talk about that. We had Venom Annual come out this week, Venom Annual number one. I did read that. Uh, I told Brandon we, we weren't going to mention it or talk about it tonight. Uh, it's, it's okay. It's more of, it's, did you read it? Did you (laughs) end up? Yeah. It's kind of like, it reminded me a lot of the, uh, Batman, the animated series episode, the one that got away or, you know, whatever, almost got him. It was the most enjoyable annual I've read. Yeah, it was okay. So we'll probably end up talking about that just so we have more time then. And I am willing to uh, catch up to Punisher, if anybody else is willing this, to. I actually didn't hate the second issue as okay. much as the first. The so, second half was a lot better. The first half was the same. The second. I, I ended up, I hear some people like it. I hated that first issue, but I'm yeah, willing to yeah, give it a I, shot. I, I'm, I'm a huge to fan of Punisher before no. before that first issue drops. Like yeah. the issues previously that Rosenberg wrote, yep. loved them. Okay. Loved them. Well, I hated that first. Oh, I hated it. So maybe we'll take a look at that and maybe catch up on that as well to get a couple more deals going. But what is your book of the week, Brandon? Going Spider-Geddon number one. 
Yeah, I am. I am as well. Same here. I, what did What did I give uh, X twenty three? I don't even remember. Did I give it a seven five or a seven something like that? I know that I said I was positive, but I think Spider Geddon is definitely my number number one issue this week. Which it was kind of last week, but this episode. So there you go, Spider Geddon uh, number one. We loved. So there you go. Then you know next week, Spider Geddon two. Hopefully it continues that. But that's what, it. What two did we talk about the other? Uh, we uh, did day. Cap, which I know that we no. did not yeah, give, and uh, X-23, which I okay, like, but yeah. I so even said. So it's definitely Spider-Geddon for yes, me. Yes, yes, it is Spider-Geddon. <laughs> you hated both of those. But we will uh, be back next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and that is it.